<laughs> All right, and we're live. Hey guys, we're we're finally up and going. It's about fourteen minutes yeah. an hour. This isn't a radio station. I don't know why I'm saying it like like that. This is big talk. <laughs> so tonight we got an awesome band, and we have the full band with us tonight, which usually doesn't happen, but we're fucking cool, and we got the whole band. So hey, everyone say hi. Damn Nick Signal. Alright, so if we can go in order, you guys introduce yourselves real quick. I'm Kelly. I play bass in the band. I'm Eli. I play guitar and sing. I'm Frank. <laughs> Frank plays drums. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and our, our panelists that we got, we have Alex North. Yo, yo. And we got Ryan for the first time, I'm pretty sure, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, hey. we, we got newbies. We're just having newbies coming all over the place. So, that's a cool thing. Um, let's get the show started. I, Yeah. Um, we start off the shows every week by asking everybody how their day was. And we'll go today with asking our, 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 our newbie, Ryan. Ryan, how was your day today? Uh, pretty good. Nothing really too exciting. I didn't have class today, so just did some cleaning at home. Put some clothes away, you know. Nice. <laughs> did, did you just do laundry? Like, it, it was laundry, like, actually putting stuff away because I had so much clothes piled up. Like, I'll readily admit I'm, like, one of the messiest people in the world. Nice. So, like, yeah. It, it, it's been, like, an hour, two-hour ordeal actually getting everything. Yeah. Can, can, can like, you see your floor now? Yeah, it, it's wonderful. I can see the laminate, and, like, it's actually still clean slightly. Hey, there you go. No shit stains anywhere. That's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alex, how was your day? Uh, I had a pretty uneventful day. I just kind of, I had Alex, philosophy. every goddamn week you have, like, an uneventful day. <laughs> <laughs> what, like, what do you like, want me need, to say? We need to, we need to assign you a hobby. It's every week. Okay, jeez. <laughs> I mean, what, Wednesday's like my day <laughs> off, always, so. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, I sat inside, I did philosophy notes, and, uh, I listened to the new Fifth Harmony album. That's basically. Oh, uh, that, did that drop today, or did that drop this? Uh, that dropped on Tuesday, but it came out on iTunes Radio about a week ago, and oh, I was just like, "Yo, I was just thinking that," but, uh, but but it's amazing. It's it, it's incredible. I love that album. Um, and also, I was working on the Babe Talk playlist that I have premiering next week, so you might want to check that out. When yeah, it drops. yeah, check it out. It's probably just going to be like just full of Fifth Harmony Ariana Grande. <laughs> no, I only made sure I put one song of each. <laughs> That's fine. And I mean, like, I know you get the, like you'll get shit every here and there, but like, at least you're a proud fan because like I was definitely a closet like Fifth Harmony fan for the longest time. I've seen them like way too many times in a six foot black yeah. kid ever should. Ashley, <laughs> Ashley saw them at the mall. At the oh, I remembered that. Mall show. Yeah, I she tweeted this. at me. She, she's, she's like, yo, there's so many tweens here. And I'm like, tell them that I love them. And she's just like, and, and, and she just like creepily took a picture from like the second floor. Just like down, taking a picture of them. You took a picture of them at the mall. That's fantastic. It's like, not, you're not in the crowd. You're just like looking down at them. Yeah. Like not with the rest of the kids. So, oh, we got a cat. Oh, we don't have a cat anymore. Okay, cat's gone. But so, hey, guys. What? What? Hi. I'm sorry. What'd you say? Oh, I said she's gone for now. She'll be back. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like cats. How was your guys' day? Any one of you could could, could go. We could start in any way. Shape, how's your day? 
pretty good. <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> I mean, uh, no. We had two burritos. Yeah. Oh. Where'd you get the burritos from? Uh, Taco Bell. Taco Bell? So, I'm pretty tired right now. <laughs> I think we all did it. The man. See. Oh wait, you guys froze. We weren't able to, to hear what you said. Uh, I don't think they can see us. Frank's <laughs> a, 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 a very talkative one. It's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> I just see nothing, and I just hear like after dead sound. I don't think they can see us. <laughs> it's like a Our game with some so sort. It's crazy. Well, Eli, how was your day though? The, the audio is kind of cutting out. Uh, how was your day, Eli? Right, my day was pretty good. Uh, went to work, came home, worked out, got an overdraft fee reversed on my card. Yeah. That was awesome. And, yeah. That's like a small victory for like everyone when you're able to get like a yeah. like like a fee done because no one likes those fees like ever. I know. I was happy. Did you what did I do? They went to work. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Day. How? How was? Um, you know, no, it wasn't the greatest day. Although I, I work at a hospital, and we did have a patient um, try and escape, so <laughs> those are always fun. <laughs> try and escape. Yeah, it happens quite often. I, mean, I don't, I don't um, know too much about hospitals, but I mean, like, don't, aren't, can't people leave? Well, um, certain people who are, like, uh, hazard to themselves or to want to hold, um, to, that they aren't able to leave the hospital within a certain amount of time. Okay, that makes sense. So, there was one that... I don't know. Other than that, I just sat in my room. I I don't do a whole lot of uh, sit around and wait for things to happen. So <laughs> wait to take a nap. Just sit Pick around. Pick Eli up from work. Take a nap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we paid studio rent. We have we rent a little practice studio. Right. Um, a mac and cheese. Hey, what kind of mac and cheese? Um, it's Earth Balance vegan mac and cheese. Oh, true. It's actually pretty decent. <laughs> now, are you guys vegans, or is anyone around? Is anyone around? It, uh, veganism <laughs> runs through the house. Us too. Us too. Not Frank. <laughs> Frank's a uh, what do you call it? Opportunistic eater. Yeah, he just eats whatever's. <laughs> <laughs> I love that phrase, an opportunist eater. <laughs> to just eat a meal at, at any time. Yeah, I usually eat like a, I think he prefers a carnivore diet. He, but he eats his meal, and then he eats whatever's left of my meal, and then he eats whatever's left of Kelly's meal. <laughs> That's that fantastic. It's, it's like a human garbage disposal, <laughs> but like like in a positive manner. What's that? I said, so he's like a human garbage disposal, but like in a positive manner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, not in a positive manner. 
Oh, it's not a good thing. <laughs> it's just not a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Wait, I know friends. I know friends that are like that. Like we'll go out to eat and like just staring at our pizzas and like there's there's this one friend in my circle that never eats his pizza crust, and there's one friend that will always eat, but for whatever reason he gets like really mad when he asks him for it. <laughs> then, like, like, we know that this will happen. Like, we'll go out to eat. We'll go to get get pizza, and then like John's like, "Oh, um, are you gonna eat that slice? Are you are you, are you gonna eat the crust?" And he just stares at him. He's just like, "I guess." And then, like, what do you do with it? Like, like, why would you get upset over that? And it's every time. Like, it's a recurring thing, and no one's called him out on it. And I'm, I'm like, whatever. You know, I guess that that's their di dynamic. I mean, we're all good friends, so hey, sure, why not? So, um. Let's jump into the rest of the show. Um, this week, we have another War Tour announcement, and I believe Alex North has the details on that, and we'll pass the show off to him for a first time. Yeah. Alright, so the artists that we have joining Warp Tour are Black Veil Brides, Juliet Sims, Cuckoo Kangaroo, Metro Station, Night Argent, Night Riots, and Transit. Now that was an odd lineup, like announcement. But then again, like not like anything like traditional or anything like like that. But I'm most stoked for, which I get. It's not really obvious, but like Metro Station. Metro yeah. Station came back. And <laughs> They've been that's back. They've been back. They have a new album that. Well, they're working on a new album, and they also dropped an EP when they. Like hey. came back from the dead. What? Where, where have I been? The, really? Yeah. They toured in Minneapolis not too long ago, I think. I'm pretty sure they did. Yeah, it's just Trace Cyrus and uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mitchell Musso's brother now. Wait, Mitchell Musso's brother? Yeah, that's how they met because uh, the the I Miley Cyrus's totally brother and like, Mitchell Musso's brother met that. through Hannah Montana. That, that, and that makes totally total sense. Yeah, See, Mason I, Musso. I, that's who it is. That's that. That's his name. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Uh. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Well, I mean, like, is anyone else excited for any of the announcements? Did, will this persuade you to go work tour, A or no? Uh, not yet. I, I, I'm more of like a Riot Fest goer. Ah. I really like Riot Fest. Yeah. But I think I think the Warp Tour will will uh come out with some. Well, Something to keep the punk alive in it. Hopefully, with like one or two bands. <laughs> like one yeah. or two bands. Ryan, is, is there is there any bands be... that that, uh, that you're excited for, or is it? Like, I mean, yeah. the, the the past and well, whatever announcement it was with the Wonder Years is obviously like what had me stoked. Anyways, yeah. got you stoked. You get stoked on it. I, get, I got stoked on it. So stoked on it. <laughs> God I didn't realize that that today when I was ma making a post, I was like, Infinite Six is going to be on the show. We get stoked on it. And I was just like, <laughs> man, I am, like, wondered out. Like, I saw them last night. Kids are like, get stoked on it. So now, like, stoked has worked its way back into my vocabulary. <laughs> for that secret show. Did I see that? Yes, I was at a secret show. And we'll get to that. We're going to have ourselves. But, yes, I was there. And, and I and we were going to have an awesome time talking about that because I'm going to be happy. Um... <laughs> Now, now, Kelly, you said it was more of a riot fest. Now, um, do you, do the rest of the band feel the same way? Like Eli and Frank, do you feel the same way about that? Yeah, I haven't gotten to uh, Warped we went, Tour. We went to Warped and we went to Warped. It was like the first time we ever, the three of us ever kind of hung ago? out together. It was three two or three years ago now. Holy shit, that was a while <laughs> ago. It was um, 
and I play uh, Glory. Yeah, New I forgot they played. But I think all in all we're more we're more riot fest goers. Now, what we only went once, but it was amazing. Now what bands would, would be announced that would persuade you guys to buy tickets to go to work tour? Right now, <clears throat> I would like to see Rise Against come back. I want to see. I want to see in more of like a stadium club and, setting. Yeah, because they have a crazy laser show and warp tour. Um, I'd like to see. Well, yeah, I'd like to see against me on on the warp tour. That'd be that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, or be. Um, I just thought today that. Uh, our friends in survey says would be a really cool fit for Warp Tour if they if they were announced I'd totally go like yeah just for that <laughs> yeah <laughs> skank on just get the skank on like running like, yeah 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 like, like, <laughs> real big fish and shit just be like all right I'm just gonna run over to you and then skank yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> well what was now, it a couple of years ago Streetlight was on main stage right yeah yeah they played I think that was the year that we went um that sounds right. That would be awesome to see to see um, Streetlight come back and, and play at um at Warped. Yeah. I yeah. saw I saw them in Jersey um this past year and I was like, what? This is really <laughs> awesome. There's like so much energy just going like doing everything like they all just have like this biggish which are just like swing shit. Like I've I've been to like one or two ska shows, but like just so much energy and like just screaming, yelling, and all the kids just like having a beautiful time. Yeah, yeah, they're fun. I mean, yeah. we, we just played with Survey Says a, a few days ago, and I can't remember the last time I had so much fun at just, like, a local That's show. Like it was, it was amazing. Yeah. yeah, that was really I've seen video feed of, of their, their their sets, and it just looks really fun. Alex, yeah. I, think, I think you live by, by their hometown. Oh, I did. Yeah, actually, I've been to uh, their headquarters, if you will, in uh, Blairstown, which is where they're from, and uh, you know, it's always a lot of fun going to their shows, like, you know, I've had the fortune of, like, you know, booking them for a few shows I've done in, like, backyards and stuff, and it was the weirdest thing, because they got a reception that was very unique from, like, all the other bands I would book, because I remember that uh, we had, like, an all-day festival sort of thing going in, like, my one friend's backyard, and there were these kids that were like maybe a half dozen of these kids that showed up and survey says wasn't supposed to go on until like later on in the night but they showed up at like 10 a.m. and it's like 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 they actually got to the kids house before we did we're like oh and, and they're like yeah we're here for survey says and I'm like damn that's in dedication you know 10 a.m. <laughs> Like, I don't think anything will pull you out of bed for, like, 10 a.m. Like, maybe, like, ticket sales, and that's even if, like, I feel it. Yeah, true. <laughs> so Yeah, but they're good guys. Yeah, they really are. They really are. Yeah, my buddy played bass for them for a little while for a few tours. So. Kill, so you guys say what? I think we lost him for, for that oh. But, anyway, the next subject that I also wanted to go into, there's no real segueing into this, especially how, like, you know, there wasn't a real, like, warning that Facebook gave us, but recently, Facebook had kind of um, pulled their organic reach in the way that they're going to change how pages are going to um, 
affect their marketing. And it's really kind of shitty. Um, I don't know if you guys have been following, but the way that Facebook will now be handling the pages for um, whatever you want to market or whatever you whatever your your brand is, you will literally now just have to pay to post um, to boost your posts, which means that it's no longer going to appear on your friends' newsfeed, like at all, and you will now have to pay for it to actually hit in like. The, the demographic in which you're going to, to post to will be the only way that you're able to get your information and content out there. And it's kind of screwing over, yeah, I'd say it's screwing over people that have a really great organic reach, and then now they have to pay for an advertising space. They think of it like a television show, and now the commercial space that's that's provided to someone, like the, what is it, like two, two minutes, uh, two minutes, 30 seconds, that's all now going to be like a time to post for, for bands and, or for whatever you're going to market. I keep saying pages and it's, it just doesn't sound right, but the, the pages. So does anyone have a feeling of, of, about this? Like, do you think that Facebook made the right decision in saying it's all, it's now all to be paid for. We need to make money off this. Um, no or it's, is it just like, Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Just another way for them to make money. Yeah, I mean, total money grab. I mean, obviously, they're forcing people to buy, promoting <clears throat> for their brands. But like, the thing about that, it's like, I have a lot of pages that I like that I like to see in my newsfeed that I want to see, and now I have to go and visit every page individually to see updates. I can't just see them pop up in my newsfeed anymore. And like, as far as posting stuff goes. I mean, I'd, what local band has money to promote their ads? Like, nobody has that money. So either people just are going to not care about Facebook anymore as far as their brand goes, or they're going to take all of their advertisements that their page has and they're going to post them on their personal profiles and hope they can reach their friends and stuff like that. But even so, your friends, you don't have, um, yeah, don't have the same friends as your page has. So yeah. it's, it's, it's screwing us over, basically. Yeah, I saw a thing recently about, um, I think it was a band, or it was a, a hypothetical thing um, of starting a Facebook group for your band, because um, people can join the group, so you can have fans join the group or whatever, and a lot of times um, you, can, you can actually, I think, turn on if you want notifications from certain people posting in there or whatever. Um, but at the same time, I feel like, just like, I don't know, I, I don't know if I would want to go through all that hassle to set up a group and try and get people to join a group versus joining a page, or liking a page, and like... Yeah, it's like, Facebook is free for your whole life, but if you want people to see the things that they like, they have to pay for it now. Yeah. But speaking of the groups, uh... Blue Swan Records, which is like the record label owned by the guitarist for Dance Gavin Dance, like and all those associated bands, actually like they're 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 one of the groups that made a Facebook group for it. Like they posted publicly about it for a bit before they were like completely screwed over. And uh, yeah, it's just been it's a collection of all these bands, and they'll all post like any of the related news they would put on their page. They're throwing in the group as well, and it's 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 nice as well because it's kind of a. Uh, a discussion page for like all those related bands. Yeah, yeah, they it's definitely they like. Too. Yeah, it's definitely like an, a, a secondary tactic, though. I don't think it's anything that they wanted to do. Right. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know that it would work as as well as 
something like just liking a page and getting an organic reach. It, yeah. It's unfortunate. I don't, it sucks. And, and, and that's like the one thing that, that like really had it going. It's like if you want to opt in, you can. And then like it was like when they started um, transitioning your your newsfeed um, from having it just be normal. Um, whatever's posted first gets gets you know posted first. Like like a Twitter time time timeline. They don't like pick out like hand pick what you're going to see on your newsfeed. And then it was just like top stories, top stories, on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. and then you have your most recent. Which eventually they just stopped giving a fuck about the um, the most recent, like the most recent ones. Like, all right, the first thing on here is five hours ago. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I I hate that. I'm all I go through. I um, I'll go through it a few times a day, and like the same stuff pops up every time, even though I, I looked at it ten hours ago, and it's mm-hmm. it's just dumb. I don't know. I I think I think it's a a a rude move. Yeah. You know, honestly, it's gonna it's gonna create <laughs> it's gonna create some competition for Facebook. I think somebody needs to come up with a social like networking website that offers that for free now because Facebook doesn't anymore. People are gonna be looking for an alternative. Hey, that could be our million dollar idea. <laughs> we call it. We call it. What would it be? It'd just be, be like a beacon, like shut spot, spotlight for for bands. Yeah. <laughs> Something like I don't know. I don't know. I I, I also saw someone um, a band recently posting about uh, hey since we're getting screwed over on Facebook, we should, like Instagram and Twitter are kind of the new things. Follow those. Yeah. Primarily. But the thing is, is like a lot of people, even though likes mean nothing on Facebook, because you can buy as many likes as you <laughs> want, or you can be a shitty band and still have like 50 likes because you don't focus on just promoting your Facebook page. Um, crap, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you guys are saying that um, Twitter and Instagram might, might be the new outlet. I mean, I don't know if it... I don't, I don't know how how well it would work, but it's going to get... It's tough because everybody has Facebook and not everybody has Twitter and Instagram and like Facebook is the easiest medium to reach people on because when they're bored at work or at home, they'll just pop up their phone and load Facebook and see what and their friends are doing. Look at Facebook. Yeah, it's literally incorporated in people's lives. And so yeah. now a huge tool that, like, essentially is part of, can be part of your life is just now just totally revamped and it's just a, a, a money marketing tool at this point. Yeah. And they're trying to, like, pass it off as being, like, user-friendly. Like, they're saying, oh, you know, people don't want to see, like, you know, certain things. So, I mean, I don't know. Mark Zuckerberg was asked about it, I think. Uh, in the article that's like, been passed around, and he's like, oh, you know, we want to make it more about, like, you know, the users seeing what they want to see as opposed to being, like, you know, marketing and stuff like that, which I, I call bullshit on just because, because, like... Because, like, you're literally, like... Investing you see, like, the sponsored posts, like... You see, like, the sponsored yeah. posts, like, pop up in the thing. Like, you see, like, stuff for, like... Stuff that you'll never go to, like, oh, so-and-so's, like, you know... Plumbing supply. It's like, why do I? It, it's like, why is this appearing? And it's like, oh, because you know, you like this one page that had something to do with this, so we just assumed, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and and, there, and the way that they do their advertisements too. Like, if let's say if you go on eBay and you look up like one item, 
You or I hate that. You can go yeah. back to your, yeah, you'll go back to your Facebook page and it's there like seven different times. So it's just like, yeah. I saw that I can't afford it. So now I'm going to look at it some more and still be sad <laughs> that I can't afford it. And now it's, I'm going to have to go. It's creepy, on. is what it is. It's creepy. Yeah. 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 I mean, the way that the, 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 the internet that works is, is very odd, just like in general. And now it, it's just like, yeah, we're going to take over everything. Literally just like put it everywhere. It's just like, all right, I guess that's cool. Yeah. That's totally fine, guys. It's all, it's all data. Like, big data tracks everything you do. So if you're like a Google, Google tracks, keeps track of every place that you visited, and that's how those ads end up in your Facebook. So if you had something like Tor, the onion router, um, that's anonymous and it doesn't track, it doesn't keep cookies, or if you search things through like DuckDuckGo rather than Google, that also doesn't track your history. Those things won't show up, but it's just that these are the most convenient tools that people have, and that's why they're... That's the most, most well-known, too. Yeah, that's why like Google is free for people to use, because they take all of your data <laughs> and they sell it to advertising and they make millions oh, yeah. of dollars off of it. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Shit's nuts. Yeah. It's and it, it, it all goes back to just like, you know, we're all going to make money off it. Yeah. I just find it a little bit convenient that Facebook decided to implement this just when uh, Babe Talk was getting a lot of uh, likes, I think. I know, <laughs> Please, I know, right? I was so pissed. I'm like, I, th I, th I think Facebook's in a conspiracy to uh, Mar Mark Zuckerberg's like, who are these kids? Got, gotta like shut it down. <laughs> gotta shut it down. These guys I'm are like, my hoodie. <laughs> 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 I'm trying to think, like, did we piss off anyone from Facebook recently? Like, like, did we say anything bad? Like, why? We're exceeding I... our babe ratio. There's too many babes. <laughs> There's too many <laughs> babes. There's, just, there's just too many. And Mark's like, I'm not friends with any of these babes, so they're not allowed to I was like, God damn. Just when we had, like, like a good following, he's like, boom. Yeah, I know. I think I posted something on our, on our, on our page the other day. And <laughs> the Reach was like seventy people. Yeah, it, it hurts. So, so how do you guys think this is gonna affect bands now? Like, people rely on like, again, like a lot of bands can't advertise. I mean, I I've seen one of the bands that I want wanted to, to bring up and like was totally prepared for this was Gin War. I know Gin War always has their stuff sponsored, and they just started with it being sponsored. Like, Jim Ward, it, it does pretty well, like, with everything. And then they were also on their, like, Facebook game. So they're prepared for it. And people know that they're doing it. But how do, I mean, how would you guys think that, that this is going to affect other bands out there that don't know how to use Facebook advertising or that, um, that don't have the money to put into it? Do you think that the word of mouth will continue to carry bands? Or, like, do you think that now that you don't have that information readily available, now they're not going to see it, and like people don't generally just check unless they're like really dedicated to a band, whether or not they want to see an update or not. Hard to say. I mean, a lot of. <coughs> I mean, obviously, bands can reach people before Facebook, and they're going to find ways to reach people after Facebook. But like, I think a lot of the random things that people will see on Facebook will disappear. So random connections that people make to bands, finding them from other bands on Facebook is going to disappear. So I think it's going to hinder smaller bands that can't afford advertising or just won't have a budget for advertising yeah. and promoting stuff like that. I think it's going to, it's got to, you got to kind of change your game then. I mean, yeah. if you're selling merch and stuff, you got to, is it going to be necessary to have a Facebook advertising fund? Like, when you sell your merch, we what we usually do is like kind of keep, um, 
our profit for gas money or whatever else we need, or we also going to have to take some of it and put it in the Facebook pot? Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know if it'll really. I mean, I, I know it will affect. I think it will affect um, having. <laughs> My cat's chasing her tail. <laughs> <laughs> is she going on like right next to you? Yeah, she's just like. Oh. <laughs> she's not happy. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I think it will affect smaller bands. Um, I think people need to get out more to um, do their own sort of advertising. Like we've been trying to do that a lot more, um, getting out to shows. But that only helps in your local scene. Like, I mean, I can't go across to New York and um, yeah. say, hey, my band's playing this show on this date and at this venue in your city. Um, versus, like, right here we can do that. Like, we've been doing that um, for press. Like, we've been trying to do it more and more, handing out handbills and, um, like, like demos and stuff. stuff and just trying to get our it's name like, out there. Like the and old school method of just, like... Yeah, it actually. What's that? I think that handing out like the demos and stuff like that uh -huh. are actually like a really good idea. Like the one, like when you mentioned that, the one thing that kind of popped into my mind was uh, the band uh, Marina City, who we had on the show before. Mm, yeah. They went to uh, a Fall Out Boy concert in Chicago, and they were handing out. Uh, their, like, CDs, like, three-song EP that they kind of put together out of, like, songs they've had, and, uh, somebody took their, uh, their, like, three-song sample, and it was, uh, Brandon Marshall, who is a wide receiver for the Chicago Bears, so... It, I actually and, saw and, that video, I think there was a video of that. Like, and, and he, like, tweeted about, he tweeted about them, too, so it's like, you know, you never know. That's really cool. Yeah, we've been trying to do that more, and actually at this past show that we played with... <laughs> survey sets. I don't know if you can hear that, but there's a bunch of crinkling because of the cat. Anyways, um, we so survey says played with or toured with um, Real Big Fish this past past like last winter, I should say, and um, then Less Than Jake and Real Big Fish went on tour, and we we handed out a bunch of flyers after that show to promote our show with survey says, and I actually had, I think, four different people come up to me at, um, after our set on Friday night, and they were like, hey, you handed me a handbill on what, after the Less Than Jake show, and I was free, and I was able to come out, and I was like, yes, we handed out 200, but we got four people, like, there you go. <laughs> it was... It was it was exciting. It was kind of sad, and then he was like, "Like, oh, good, we're at one point zero one percent." Like, <laughs> we had like twenty thousand dollars. We'll get like four hundred people. <laughs> yeah, um, but I think it's a good start. Like, people want that face-to-face -face interaction. I get so sick of seeing like Facebook invite after Facebook invite after Facebook invite. Like, it's cool, yeah, but at the right. same time, I I want to see you out at local shows, and I want to see people out. Yeah. After bigger shows, handing out stuff, and, like, like we were, I don't know, it was pretty cold that night. I think it was, like, it was probably five degrees outside, and we were hand, and like, nearly handing out of the had show. Frank sweatshirt. Yeah. I was sniffing <laughs> <laughs> pretty hard. Hard working. Yeah, so, I mean, I think, I, I, um, I think the 
face-to-face -face stuff will hopefully increase more. I would like to see that. Um, yeah. But like a corporation of like like street street teams. Yeah, that that too. Uh, we haven't actually we haven't really. I mean, I've never been a part of a street team. I don't think. Can you? Yeah, and like not many kids have. I mean, like it's it's like joining like a fan club. It's like you just hear of it existing, and like you know you have like a friend that will do it, or like one friend yeah. that like does the street street team stuff. Yeah, it used to be big back in the MySpace days. I know that because, like, like, like you needed them every too. band had a street team, and they had like you know. I swear you said you were on like a Zebrahead street team or something. Like that. Tyler is in the um, oh. the Lincoln Park Underground. Oh, okay. Oh, sick. <laughs> yeah. We're old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> old. Oh, it's bad. Eric's on the show. It's actually his birthday today. <laughs> Eric's, Eric's our resident dad. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. He's not here. <laughs> <laughs> we can still celebrate. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> oh, but yeah. That was actually really nice. I'm going to send him a message and be like, hey, Eric, we're wishing you a happy birthday because you know you're not watching, so we're making a <laughs> Oh man, so we'll, we'll jump on to another segment um, real fast because I, I still think this is kind of kind of cool. Um, apparently, Sir Paul McCartney and, and and Kanye West are putting out a collaborative album together. That's a thing. Oh, yeah. Um, really? Really? <laughs> yeah, I did not. See, yeah, I know, right? That that is a thing, and it will be happening. I mean, I knew I, I heard about was was Paul was he on a Kanye song or something like that? Because I heard of that recently. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about that, but I didn't hear the actual. Yeah. Yeah. T to be honest, I'm not really sure if it is like an album they're collaborating on. I just know that they collaborated on two different songs. They collaborated on a song for uh, for Kanye's new album that uh, the song came out like on New Year's Day, and then they collaborated on a song with uh, Rihanna that's going to come out on Rihanna's upcoming album. So I don't think that they're like gonna, you know, come out with a collaborative album, sort of like how, you know, Kanye and Jay-Z did, like, Watch the Throne, but, mm. you know, it's still cool that they're working together, so. It might just be, like, Paul McCartney trying to branch out and, like, kind of keep up music relevancy. That's very yeah. true. I, you know, I don't know why I think you're gonna go, like, yeah, I'm just gonna try, try and get the rap crowd. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get the rap crowd. Yo, Paul, Paul McCartney, he's just gonna stand outside and be like, yo, fam, listen to my mixtape. <laughs> oh, that'd be too good. But the question that I had for everybody was, um, what are your like top um, collaborative albums that have came out? I know Ryan said that, that he was prepared for this question. Yeah. The Jay Z Lincoln Park uh, Collision yes. Course. Oh, yeah. I was like, say that album is a top album of all time. That album was really good. That was perfect. It was so weird, like, how well, like, both songs have, like, I think there was only, like, one song on that album I really didn't, didn't like, but, like, every single song they had put together on it complimented each other, like, very fucking well. Like, I really can't, don't have a song I don't like on that album either, honestly. Like, every one I honestly think flows so well, and, like, the synergy between them is perfect. Yeah, very, very, very much so. Pretty sweet when they play it live, too. What? 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 Yeah. When they when they collaborate live, um, the Lincoln Park live in Texas, they do um, they do an encore. 
they start with Encore, I think, um, on that concert. That's awesome. Almost. Almost. I don't think I caught. We were doing so well. That. <laughs> I think that my like. Wait, are they back or? I hear, I, I hear like half of a conversation. Right. All right, yeah. Can we? Okay. Oh, all right. We get, we got the band back. All right. Can, can you guys like state what you said, said one more time? What? Hey, guys are. <laughs> After all that, it's just like what? What? <laughs> we lost you for for a good part part of the conversation. Can can, can you reset what you guys had said? As far as collaborative albums, I don't I don't know of any other ones really that that I'd pay attention to at least. Yeah, same. Oh. Alex, you got you got one. Oh, you know it has to be Lulu. Like, of course. Like, like, what a great album. The Metallica Lou Reed album. What? Um, of course I'm not being serious, but... <laughs> that, that, that album was atrocious, but... Yeah. Alex throw it through shade. Oh, shoot, yeah. now we can't have Metallica on the show. Alex, yeah. you're in yeah. all the bands. True, true. But, uh, in all seriousness, I'm gonna pick a... <laughs> Another like Jay Z collaboration album, which is uh, Watch the Throne. Uh, yeah, that. that one. Yeah, uh, I I love that album still to this day. Um, I mean, it's I mean, like two rappers just, like at the peak of their career just go. Well, no, Jay Z is nowhere near as peak. I am lying my ass off. Um, <laughs> but Kanye though, like like just like between all the tracks that that the producers have laid out for for them, like I, I honestly don't like new Kanye all that much, just because like it's like you have like in the beginning of Kanye's career rapping, and then you have like it's like watching like your friend going from District 13 to like District One and just like not recognizing who he is anymore. That's a Catching Fire yeah. reference, and I really hope that was deceptive. For the <laughs> Like, no, he, did, he did like a total change though. Like like Kanye was like like a real rapper, like you know, kind of like doing his shit, and then like all of a sudden he's just like going real artistic and like kind of like I don't I don't even know what to explain the style. Being artistic. I, I hope it's. I hope this is. It's aesthetic. It's it's aesthetic rap, you know. Like, Kanye <laughs> will forever be my. Uh will forever be my fave, so. I love Kanye. Kanye is really good. I just don't understand, like, what happened between, like, graduation and, and fucking, like, it, it's, it took, like, a really weird transition, because it went, um, like, graduation was, like, the last, like, traditional rap album, then Anyways and Heartbreaks was, like, alright, niggas getting soft. Like, like kind of kind of like, like Drake. He, he, he went Drake for a little bit. And then just did like a He did Drake total... before Drake was around. He did Drake before Drake was around. <laughs> he did Drake when Drake was still in Degrassi. He was still rolling <laughs> around, you know. Oh, now I'm quoting Drake. I need to stop listening to Drake. 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, just just a change is weird. So change is weird. And that's how I feel about Kanye. Oh, also, speaking of, like, collaboration, although this isn't an album, I like uh, a song that I've been listening to a lot lately that is, like, collaborative song, uh, Bedrock, which is, like, all, like, the young money oh, people. God. Oh, my God! <laughs> it had Yo, Gunna Gunna uh, on it. Yeah. And they had, uh... <laughs> I can probably they had, like every line. They had, like, Nicki Minaj before she was anybody. They had Drake yeah. before he was, like, anybody. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, they had Lil Wayne the... doing his uh, best Sheen from Jimmy Neutron impersonation. <laughs> I, I fucking can't. But it's true. It's very true. true. It's a good. It, it, it's a good song. It was you know? a good song. I remember when when the 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 Touch It songs that, that came out, the all the Busta Rhyme remixes. Oh, true. Like, like, just 15 minutes. I think it was, like, Mary J. Blige, DMX, Papoose, um, who else is on there? Missy Elliott. Like, that was, like, the, the like, if I were to ever use the phrase, that shit was the, the, the jump off, like, 100%. And it was, like, all together, was, like, 15 minutes. Um, I think Andre 3000, no, Andre 3000 was on. But, like, that was, like, a really good collaborative song. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on a minute. Are you telling me that Missy Elliott actually had a career before, you know, the Super Bowl? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man. So did Paul McCartney. Did you guys know this? It's so weird to see all these kids. Like, yeah, Paul McCartney actually had a career before he started rapping with. Before he started rapping. With. It's just so weird to see the. the I I don't want to say like musical ignorance. But like it is like all the kids. Like, I, with with, oh, with man, the Paul McCartney this... thing though, it was like kids were like trolling other kids basically it was like no no that that would be like if if fucking um oh my god of course i forget his name right right now from queen would it do a song with like eminem they'd be like oh fuck oh what's his name I can't... you mean freddie mercury freddie mercury thank you <laughs> freddie mercury's not alive anymore no i know but like, if he was in a song with eminem kids would be like oh like fucking freddie mercury's gonna blow up thanks to eminem <laughs> <laughs> like like like, like you can't Oh, yeah. You can't. Yeah. Elton John do? Yeah. What's Tom? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> what song did Elton John, John do with Eminem? He did Stan live. Yeah, with... yeah. I think he did a song with Fall Out Boy, too. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he did. No, shut up. That album doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Just that album doesn't that, that and American Beauty, American uh, Psycho. Sh shout out to Carly for writing such a positive no, review. Cause I don't think anyone has, <laughs> has anyone listened to to the new Fall Out Boy? Oh, as I'm wearing a Fall Out Boy T-shirt. No. Fucking hit this band, man. I've heard. <laughs> now, 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 how did you like the new album? I didn't. <laughs> 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 I don't think. You <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> we gonna get that one more time? I think we're lost. Oh, oh, I said, oh, see, I thought, I, I said, how'd you guys like the new album? And I thought he said, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, he, oh, he yeah. said he didn't. <laughs> okay, I thought, yeah. Yo, yeah good. <laughs> like, I really, I, I honestly, like, think it's so bizarre to, again, Fall Out Boy's another band that just went, like, Total 360, yeah. just kind of 
I mean, did, did did anyone in this group like the like the new album? I've I don't. I've never. I've never listened to it. I'm not a very good pop punk kid. <laughs> We're gonna need yeah. to put you in pop punk school. <laughs> I thought the new album was 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 all right. It wasn't terrible. Like, like the way that people made it sound, they made it sound like it would be like nails on a chalkboard for like <laughs> twelve songs. But. Well, what tracks did did you like? Like, what track did you recommend to someone that that's saying like, "Ooh, that So, so what what, what tracks would, what would you recommend? That's a good question. Honestly. Just like whenever um, you're, like talking bad about a band, you just be like, "I hate Bethan." <laughs> that's exactly how I sound when I when I say I don't like like a band. I think Jetpack Blues was the one that I liked a lot. I'm not really sure, but like, because I only listened to it once. Full disclosure, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I like. I-, I didn't like it that much. Where I actually went back and listened to it a second time. I was just like, "That's enough for me," you know. That's, that's, that's all the Fall Out Boy, American Psycho, American Beauty quota I can take. It's on yeah. a player at Hot Topic, so I've. I, I would, I'll just be working and like I'll be in front of a customer and like having like a really nice kind of conversation with them and then a, and then one of the new songs will come on and like I just just get pissed. And like, <laughs> <laughs> they, they, just, they, they just get like so confused. Just like oh did I? I'm just like no, it's not you. It's not fucking you. I'm I'm, I'm sorry. It's it's not you. It's song. Like, oh. <laughs> so so that that's a thing. All right. So I'm pretty sure that's that's about all we have on, on the, the docket. We we covered a bunch bunch of things. So now we're gonna jump into our interview. Which we will be giving to Infinite Signal. Everyone say hi to them. Hi. Hey guys, hey. hey. Now the way that we do our interviews is we have Alex and we have Ryan. They will be asking questions. I myself will also be asking questions. And we'll go in a nice decent line that I have here, which is going to be Alex and Ryan and then me. So, <laughs> um, but before we yeah. kick, kick it off... Um, uh- if we could get a um, like a general overview of, of your guys' band, that that'd be pretty cool. I'm I don't think I've asked you guys in advance for that, but you guys can just kind of give like a brief history or a brief overview of who the band is, what you guys have done, what your parents' names, cool. social security <laughs> cards. <laughs> it all started when I was born. No, I was kidding. Um, That's the best way to start everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I kind of I was playing in this uh, pop punk punk rock band from freshman year of high school, 2007, and then um, we went from basically we lived in this really small town for Fergus Falls, Minnesota. Is there already cutting out? Um, it's cutting out ish. We're getting it's doing well. Okay, cool. Um, so. We went from Fergus Falls, and then we decided that we were going to buy a van and just drive west, and we drove, and we ended up in San Diego. Um, we didn't really have a plan, and then things kind of just kind of scattered apart from there. So I moved back to the Midwest to save some money, and then I decided to start um, a new music project, which is Infinite Signal. And I just kind of wrote a bunch of stuff by myself to actually start a band. Um... To fill everything out and start playing shows and stuff like this, and then I put a bunch of like internet class. That's when I'm on bandmix.com, which is like a basically 
the Craigslist musicians. Um, and then I auditioned with him. I did really poorly, but <laughs> he let me be in anyways because I was on time. <laughs> it's amazing how people can. <laughs> And I tried. And about six months later, we found Frank um, from Craigslist. <laughs> and, and then and from there, we did um, an EP and recorded. And uh, we did the recording ourselves. And then we've done a couple tours. And then last January, we started recording a um, full length that was not DIY badly. Um, and then we released that this past May. And we toured a little bit more and now we're here and we're actually getting set to um, relocate to Southern California. So, that's us. Oh. Huh. Oh. Huh. That's pretty interesting. I'll, uh, I, don't, I can't go into the first question. Alex, you, you said segue into the first question. Yeah, alright. So, uh... You guys are all from uh, Minnesota. What's the scene like there? Because when you think of Minnesota, you don't really think of like the music scene there. Oh, Alex, you offended them. <laughs> I offended them into silence. Oh, I, 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 everything's I like glitching. Yeah. Everything's gl glitchy, so you can't hear anything. Everything's awesome. But now it sounds. I think it's okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, so uh, my question was is that since you guys are all from uh, Minnesota, what's the music scene like up there? Because when you think of Minnesota, you don't really think of like, you know, a music scene, sort of like, you know, how they would have like, you know, in New York or Baltimore or, you know, one of the big cities like that. Like, Yeah. Um, you, in, you would be right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, in Minneapolis, actually, the 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 scene that's really, really thriving right now is, like, this, like, emo kind of, like, I don't know what you would describe it, like, it's just sad, <laughs> I guess, I don't know, there are a lot of bands who are doing really, really well, like, there was a house show this past weekend that packed in, I mean, on Facebook it said there were, like, over 150, confirmed. 15 or something people confirmed, like, the, 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 like, Sandcore is just like thriving, and so is um. Sandcore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so is um, like the metalcore scene and, and Christian hardcore. Um, they're all like really thriving here. Pop punk, not so much. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, like I, I think know. Tiny Moving Parts is up from up in that area. Yeah. 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 They are. And, and they would be like what the forefront, the forerunners of the sad, the, the sad core, sad like <laughs> sad, in, in I don't know. I don't know what brought it on. I don't know. It's it's. There's a lot of bands doing it, and I mean, good for them because it's it's really working out in their favor. And yeah, for here, it's, it's definitely the place to be for it around here. I think I don't know what how it is elsewhere because I don't pay much attention to that music, but um. When we go, when we go to those, when I, I've been to a few of the shows, and it's just every kid is so stoked and like there from beginning to end, and it's just, it's cool to see. So I, to I'm a little sad. jealous, but yeah, they're stoked to be sad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward all week to be so sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Finally. <laughs> I like I like the genre sadcore because it because it makes me think of like one of those like vaporwave kids with like the young lean hats on playing like you know <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like crabcore breakdowns. Yes. Oh. I don't know. I, I yeah. I don't know how to put it into a genre. I don't know what what they would call it. It's like twinkly sad emo music. It is. Yeah. It is. I, and I think it's kind of popular right now. I mean. It is. I mean, if you look at like real friends, they're they're not as like twinkly, but they're they're sad. I don't know. I don't even listen to a lot of like the the newer pop punk stuff. I um I like a lot of older two thousands pop punk and then a lot more punk stuff. So. All right, Ryan, you got a question? Um. So, pardon me for my complete lack of knowledge on like anything, but like. Has that difference in the scene at your area caused like a problem with booking, or is it still like do you are you still able to play shows pretty readily? No, um, shows are pretty pretty. Uh, it's pretty available. Yeah, we have a lot of places that do house shows, and so there are a lot of um, basement shows and stuff. So if if we like ever want a show, we want to throw a show. And if a venue's not available for some reason, um, a basement is always a backup, which they're yeah. fun anyways. I, li- I like basement shows. Um, but it's fun to get out at a venue once in a while, too. Um, we don't have a... I mean, there are a lot of music venues here, but like we like to stick to the like kind of all-ages shows, um, and there aren't as many all-ages venues around here, as there are, like, bars with music. Yeah, and, like, with with the type of music that we play, there's not a lot of bands in our area that sound like us or similar to us. Um, so we either end up playing with really diverse bands that are way different than us, and the, <laughs> the crowd gets... Said, I want attention. <laughs> the crowd gets, like... Um, really split, you know, because, like, people will come for, like, a hardcore band, and then they won't watch us because we're so different. Um, or we just end up playing a lot of the shows, like, the same shows with the same bands because it's it's a limited variety to pick from, yeah. basically. I mean, cause I personally, like, always love, like, the mixed genre shows, but I can definitely mm-hmm. see, like, how that'd be a huge problem. It, it can be a problem. I was actually just talking to a friend about this today. It can be a problem, or it can be, like, super awesome because you don't sound yeah. like every other band that's on the bill. Yeah. And you're something a little awesome. bit different, but if you differ too far, then it's like, <laughs> yikes, man. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't have a question in, in front of me. They're on my cracked phone, which is awesome. Um, oh, <laughs> question. Um, what had actually wanted, like, you guys who get into music? Like, what was there like a, a, a band that you guys grew up with that was just like, I want to do that? Or was there like a, like from a young age, just playing, playing shit? Um, I saw, so I was kind of late to the music, um, on the yeah, ma- music right. train, I suppose. I saw Blink on their reunion tour, um, in 2009. Right? Yeah, I think 2009. Yeah, um, and then after that, I went to see AFI. I got into AFI, and um, I went to see them that year as well. And 
like their stage presence was just blew me away and it's just like I wanted to um, I wanted to be able to make someone else feel the way that I had just felt and that's when that's what made me really like pick up a guitar and start wanting to play music mine is um, probably like uh, night later in 1996 when Blink-182 released Dude Ranch um, basically I listened to Dude Ranch and Green Day's Duty just over and over and over and over and like kind of like what Kelly said just like capturing that feeling of just like crazy energy and you're just so happy and just like pumped to be alive I just wanted to kind of recreate that feeling and capture it myself Frank it's your turn <laughs> So, uh, I don't know. I just wanted to drum because I enjoyed drumming so much. And but what got you into drumming? A lot of things. And <laughs> my uncle played in a band, and he always took me to shows at a very young age. And, you know, when you're a kid, what do you want to play? Do you want to play the strumming instrument? Do you want to play the little instrument? Or do you want to hit shit? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Obvious. <laughs> I mean, they're all strummy. They're all ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then like just from there, like my parents, when I was a drummer, were like, you know, if you're gonna drum, you're gonna take lessons because we have to put up with this shit. You have to be good at it. <laughs> and uh, after that, like. Well, maybe go into like their area, like punk. I mean, I listened to Green Day and a bunch of that stuff a lot growing up, and it wasn't. I don't think I really, really had my big change until I went and saw Dropkick Murphys live, and then I was like four hours into Rain and Mud and just drenched in booze and stuff. And so like, <laughs> this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. <laughs> Covered in dirt and booze, you said, "Yep, this is my life. I want this to be my life." That's too good. So, what do you think separates like those bands from a lot of the newer crop of bands? Because you said that you don't really like listen to a lot of the newer bands. It's like, what do you think that the older bands from like you know the mid two thousands or the early two thousands have that this newer generation is really lacking or you know overlooking? For me, I just kind of like, when I was younger and I listened to it, it was more about like the content of the music than, and the, you know, it's obviously combined with the feeling of the music and everything, but like, it's kind of grown past like, oh, my girlfriend this, but my girlfriend that, and like, I'm, my life sucks, and like this, like, it's just not like appealing anymore, so when the new pop punk bands come out and they write songs like that, like, it's just not relative to me anymore, so I don't. I still listen to it now. I I don't know what it is. I it's kind of content like um like Eli said, but at the same time it, at the same time I don't really know. I it just it just it's just weird. I I try and listen to like um. I totally respect the bands. Like I try and listen to like, like real friends. I I got a new file, um, but and real friends and like the story and stuff. But I listen to them 
Everyone keeps drawing stuff. I don't know drawing like, like very punk based. I guess I like a lot more punk bands. Stuff that's um punk. I guess I don't know. There you go. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, it's just like uh, it's too slow. <laughs> <laughs> Frings will just punch it like at, at all times. <laughs> it's, it's not. It's not like about giving the feeling of punching shit or anything. It's about that feeling of just like when you're listening to something, you just want to get up and run around in circles, fast out, <laughs> go crazy. And then opens the door and you're like, I don't know what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's, it's that and just like, I don't care about content. I never listen to vocalists. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just that and just like the length of stuff. Like, it used to be a punk song would be this two, three minute thing and it would just be this straight shot, really fast, driving force all yeah. the way. These crazy instrumentals. And it's become more of this kind of drawn out, slower thing. That I don't like it. <laughs> I think I don't. I think we we're we're like a pop punk band, but I think it's only because like we all like very different stuff, and we don't really like gravitate exactly towards pop punk. We have like these very punk influences, but then Eli's vocals are kind of poppy. And then, so that's why we get thrown in with, like, the pop-punk genre, which is great. I don't mind that at all. But we don't fit in with, like, the rest of pop-punk, yeah. which is fine, too. Yeah, I was going to ask, like, what would you guys say, like, to separate you guys from, like, you know, other bands within your within your genre? Or what or what, what different do you bring to the table than, than other bands? Well, we can't get Frank to slow down. <laughs> so, like... <laughs> We're like, okay, Frank, we just want, like, simple. We want simple, like, just a nice, simple beat. And she's just like... It's, <laughs> it's, it's complex. Like, um, we, have a, we actually have a few bands in our, in our area that are also very good at that as well. They can't, we kind of fit in with them. Um, <clears throat> but, I, try, like, I try to write um, content. A lot of different content, just stuff that I don't know, like more more serious subjects rather than just like a lot of pop punk right now is more on like relationships and like going through growing pains and stuff like that. Like yeah. I like to write guess <laughs> is growing up. <laughs> I don't know if we actually answered the question. I, okay. I, I, I think we, I, I think we got you guys back? Are, are we back? Yes. Okay, yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Okay. Yeah. I have to do my joke again. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I, I heard a this is growing up joke in there somewhere, so it was, I, I think I, okay, yeah, yeah then, then yes. Ryan, you got your question ready? Um, I've just got, I guess, the quick stereotypical one. Like, with your guys being sound being so different, like, what is your ideal tour if you could tour with any groups? 
Okay. Did you guys hear the question? I'm, I'm like working magic here. No, we uh, didn't, no. Alright, so yeah, I guess, uh, if you guys had, like, a dream tour you could do, what would, like, with any band, I guess, but more modern, like, still current bands, what would it be? Uh, how many do we get to choose? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's say, like, three to five at the max. Three to five? Okay, so we each... Oh, gosh. Rise Against... Enter Shikari would be my tap to you. Um, well, AFI is my favorite band, and they're still relevant to me, so I would choose those guys. I'd right. pick uh, North X and Bad Religion. Oh! Oh! <laughs> Someone's happy. <laughs> <laughs> I like everything really good, like, like the tour is actually like confirmed. I was just like, yes, I'm buying tickets tonight. <laughs> Wait, you thought this was oh, a real thing? No, it's, it is. It's, no. Well, Bad Religion's great. Wait, what? What is he saying? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, the, the, the question was, you're ideal. And like, I got excited as if it was going to be like the real thing. Oh, yeah. See, I was right, you guys. Frank thought it was real. No, I'm not. Frank's just so out of it. Just, just like, yeah, we're actually got to confirm to our no effects. We weren't supposed to say anything until tonight. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Part of fat mic. No. Yes, no. <laughs> so Frank would die. <laughs> we had we had to give Pompo and the community college rejects on that show too. <laughs> so um, so you guys just shot a video for um, the death of the past. Um, Correct. How was that for for shooting a video? Because I watched a video a few times. I was just like, "Yo, that that that's like kind of fucking fun." Just like like you know, going to an yeah, house, just like kicking shit in. But like, <laughs> what, would you say that the song kind of correlates between the video as well, or is it like a different na narrative for it, or or how's the whole experience? Like, video talk about. So what we wanted to do was take like the guy who was um, the anonymous guy. Basically, this group of people meeting up at a place, and um, people who have had things in their past that are on their records that are ruining their lives, but they really shouldn't. Um, at, at first, we threw around the idea of like eco terrorists and like eco terrorism. These people um, who they're trying to change the world for the better, but it ends up reflecting negatively upon them. Yeah, and they get labeled terrorists. Um, when they have never hurt uh, an actual person, um, they'll like they'll like burn down big companies and stuff. But they make sure they do it meticulously so that like no one gets hurt in the process, other than the business. Um, so we kind of had that idea, but then we were like, oh, I don't think our friends would be too keen on being labeled a terrorist, <laughs> even though it's all fake. Um, so everyone had like a past. And uh, a past that was kind of ruining their, their present and their future um, when it really shouldn't have. And so um, the guy in, in the anonymous mask or the, the uh, Guy Fox mask um, stole all of this data and has their files and basically brings them to these people. And it's just kind of like, here's everything. Just now you can start over kind of thing. Um, so I think it, co it correlates with the song. 
Yeah, the song is basically like a metaphor of like trying really hard to change things, like not like in the whole entire world, but like even in like your own life. And if it's not working out, and like you really think that you're gonna do something for the better, and then you just like fail at it, and it's just like kind of like heartbreaking, you know? Like being being able to start over from that. Now the the director that that you guys had had worked work with, how was that? Like working alongside someone else to kind of like like you know tell your story, or to tell a story. What what would which one have happened? For like the recording part. Yeah, yeah, because because like it's an extension of, of of your song. So now you have this new person that's that's coming in. How was that experience working with an outside person? It was really good. Like I I was really scared of there being too many like producer style changes where um, <clears throat> we, our, our good friend Xander was helping us do the recording. He basically set up the mics for us um, and then I did the recording um, portion of it and then I would send him all the file and mixing and stuff. Um, so I kind of worried that like it wasn't going to be mixed how I saw it in my head and like... <clears throat> you the control freak. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. So, like... Yeah. Yeah. Like, tend me exactly what I thought. Give them out of my head, and I was like, oh my god, you're a genius. <laughs> and, like, it was, what do you would, like... <clears throat> There's a cat behind us. No. <laughs> Yeah. Otherwise, um, if you if you were talking about the video, like having the video, doing the video, um, we did that all uh, all on our own. Eli shot all the video, really, for that, and edited it and stuff. So we didn't actually. Him. It'll come back. It, 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 this comes and goes out like weird waves. Video. Oh! <laughs> it's catching up. It's catching up. I think, I think we got him back? Sweet. Maybe. Right, yeah. Kinda. Alright. Alright, so there. So, so you guys have had directed the the video and edited everything yourself. Yeah. Yep. That's that's pretty all. That and that's a pretty interesting feat to to take on. I mean, like, did you guys like, find any problems in directing the video yourself, or? Not really. Um... <clears throat> Originally, we were just, we were supposed to shoot this music video in, in an abandoned. I think oh, it's okay. a cereal mill in Minneapolis. It's like just just abandoned building with awesome graffiti all Super over. Like looking. it's. Busted on the inside. They had like, did they have some Navy SEALs or something in there blowing up the walls, like practicing demo and stuff yeah. in there? Um, and Jesse Ventura does his uh, conspiracy theory. He filmed part of it there. Yeah. Um, so he films like there, and it's just like this really creepy old building. And we met with the owner, and he was like, "Yeah, you guys are good to go. We're gonna caution off all of these." the holes in the floor so no one falls through any holes and like <laughs> um and we're all set to go and then the guy emailed Eli and he was like hey man 
not going to work out because if someone else gets hurt in this building, my mm. insurance is going to drop me. And the, actually two days before, I think maybe it was the day before we met with him to go look at the building. Um, he There was a kid who was urban exploring and he fell 60 feet down a grain elevator. Um, and the kid, the kid lived. There were a few people that had like been urban exploring in there and had died um, previously. And so it's it was like it's too much of a risk for the owner yeah. to let us be in there with other people. So instead, um, our friends who Xander who recorded us, um, they're in the middle of uh, renovating a dental office. To it. And hey, like, why do it in there? We were like, sweet. And then, uh, it went pretty smoothly. Yeah. Actually, um, and how, and once we got rolling, it was pretty smooth. That's really cool. That, that That's actually cool, that especially when you guys, like, was it? It's, it's Macbeth rules, I think. Like, like every no, that's not Macbeth. I don't think it's something totally different. No, it's uh, a. <laughs> is it? Is it the anything that can go wrong? Will Murphy's yeah. Murphy's yeah. Murphy's yeah. Oh, yeah. Not Macbeth. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I think you're reading his shirt. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably that's the case because because I, I know like you can't go on stage and say Macbeth like you'll die or like something like like. Oh, that's new. I haven't heard that. <laughs> yeah, like if if yeah in the theater you just don't say Mac Macbeth. I forget oh. the actual like story behind it, but you don't. In case you guys ever pursue a theatrical career, don't. Is that don't just do from it. the story like Shakespeare or? Yeah, yeah, it, it stems from from the Shakespearean play. Okay. Yeah. I guess that makes more sense. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I mean like yeah, <laughs> that should be a thing. Yes, it does just stem from from Shakespeare, not from the the company. You just you know you yeah. the best shoe shoe company. Ah oh, shit. <laughs> Tom Delonge pissed off too many people with uh, his English <laughs> airwaves declarations. <laughs> oh man, how are you guys taking the 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 blank drama? Um, I think it's just that it's just. Drama, like I don't know. I think one of it was just you can weird. Kind of see it coming from a long ways away. I mean, yeah. since since their hiatus in 2005, when they came back, the announcement was kind of like, "Hey, you know, we're coming back," and it wasn't like as big as I thought it would be. And then it just kind of like slowly fizzled from there. Although Dogs Eating Dogs is like the greatest EP, but. <laughs> it's, it's just been kind of you can kind of see it coming for a while yeah I don't know it was just weird with like them being like hey he's he's done and then him be like no I'm not and then it's like like I don't know it's just, just like no yeah you are it's just like it was it was way too much like it was way too much drama I don't know yeah, I just I was just kind of over it by the time that everything was actually said and done how but old I, are those guys now 40s I think they're yeah. like 10. 45? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but I am really excited. I would love to see Matt Skiba perform with Travis yes. and Mark for yeah, a Blink show. That. Which will now have to happen, so that's so... Hey. <laughs> yeah. 
I think, are you going to try and go to that? I, I don't know. I want to try, yeah, try and go I'm to gonna, that. I'm going to try to move to California the, the weekend that that happens so I can catch that. I got totally lost in all the blank conversation and just totally blanked on the question I just had. <laughs> That's cool, man. <laughs> Well, I, if I can interject with my, my question then, um, so the the move to California, how what what's kind of sparked that, and what are you guys going to try and achieve with this move? So, um, we I have a brother and sister who live out there. Eli's lived there before; he loves it. I love it as well. Frank's actually never been out there, um, but Eli got a new job within U.S. Bank, and the job has has a it's kind of like, okay, he can keep his job um, if Frank's on board, let's go. Because um, really what it is, is we're a limit during a year um, because of our work schedules. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so right now... We do. We try and do like weekend tours, and once, and we'll do like a two-week tour and get to like a coast or whatever. Um, but like around here, if you want to do a weekend tour, you end up in like Fargo and um, Sioux Falls and Des Moines, Des Moines, That's Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> it's the the scenes there. I we love the people there, but. Um, yeah. They're just not big cities. The, the only big city around us is Chicago, and that's still six and a half, seven hours yeah. away. Yeah. Um, versus out there, we can, you can literally tour California for like a week or two weeks without hitting like the same area within 45 miles, you know? Um, so, and there's a lot more, there's a lot of bigger cities out there as well. Like, you can go to Phoenix and Vegas and um, San Francisco, like the Bay Area and San Diego and um, we can do a lot more touring and like playing out while also <laughs> being able to keep our jobs. Um, it'll be interesting now trying to kind of start all over. We're, we It kind of sucks because after we kind of decided that we would do this, um, we started having really, really good shows here in Minneapolis. <laughs> like, that, um, at the same time, like, it's... It was. It's exciting, and it, it'll be. It'll be interesting to try and to try and establish um, ourselves again. But I think we're gonna do it a little better than we did the first time here. So that's. I don't know. We kind of learn. I'm. We know more how to go about it now. Yeah. I mean, less reaching in the dark. It's more uh, a structure of how to get better shows. You know. I was just gonna say because it it's fucking cold here. <laughs> that too. <laughs> uh, Frank Frank used to work at, at the airport in Minneapolis, and um, he or last year last year our winter for like probably a week or two it was fifty below wind chill, and yeah. um, outside. You worked outside outside of the airport where there's no trees surrounding, like it's just wind and like. Here's the kicker. I had a car that the heat didn't work amongst, like, everything else in the car. <laughs> so he'd be, like, sitting there scraping the inside of the window because it would, like, frost over while he's driving. And yeah. Once we brought that up to... Once we brought, brought up Southern California to Frank, he's like, 
done. <laughs> no thinking, no second thought at all. Just like, yep, get me out. Yeah, we're, we're actually, the three of us are actually going out there at the end of this month, and it'll be his first time out there. So, it'll, it'll be fun. It seems it. It's exciting. It's also a little scary, because uh, like you guys have said, like, yeah. you know, it's like starting over again, but like... Yeah. Yeah, we, I mean, we, I've made some connections with some people out there, and I think, I think, well, it'll hopefully go well. I'm excited to get out there and kind of check out the local scene and all that yeah. kind of stuff, so. Yeah. That seems like it would be a kick-ass thing. Well, I, yeah. uh, at this point, at this point in the show, um, we are going to play one of your songs, and of course, me being the responsible host and everything, I never got what song you guys had wanted to showcase. Oh. So you guys we get want to... rock, paper, scissors for it? Three-way rock, paper, scissors. That will be fantastic. This is how we solve our problems. We did this at practice the other day, trying to figure out what song yeah. to put in a set list. <laughs> oh, that's great. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do faster or does it fast? You want a song that's, like, they're both the same. They're not what? the same. <laughs> they're not the same. Probably, probably Death of the Past. Yeah, let's do the Death of the Past. Death of the Past? Okay. Alright, yeah. so we'll, right, we'll showcase the Death of the Past. I'll give you a second, I'm going to line it up, and then we will kick out, kick out the jams. Okay. Kick out the jams. I love that song. Yeah, it, it just came kick into my mind. I was like, yep, there we go. <laughs> Alright, let's see if I get this going. Do Grab the Please. Never use your manners. Don't proper. Yes, you are. How uh, about that weather? It's coming. It, it really is. Should have had this prepared. Oh, awesome. Okay. Hold on. I gotta call the bank. So I'd like to bring bring up that that the official slogan of of Bay Talk is professionally unprofessional, and I don't think there there's any better of a of a time to to showcase that than than right now. <laughs> professional unprofessional plugs. 
Well, let, let's answer another question until till till this loads. I'll I'll unmute. I'll unmute everyone. Everyone can be unmuted unless Alex. I'm sure I'm sure you have another another question we can answer quick, quickly. Uh yes. Uh, my question was uh related to uh, an EP that you guys had before this LP that you released in 2014. Uh, what was it like? Uh, you know, recording the EP versus recording the LP, was there, like, a big difference, or was it a very similar experience? It was, it was similar in the recording process, but in the whole, like, experience, it was a lot different just because we self-recorded um, and mixed uh, that first EP. Well, Eli did it. I didn't have any part of doing it. But... Then the second one, it was just like, it was really, it was actually kind of, I was going to be stressed out about, like, um, having a time limit on recording, um, but the way we did it, we, we actually just rented recording gear, and then um, Xander engineered the mics and set everything up for us, and then said, just record it like this, and then send me what you got, and then we just had, like, all the time in the world, so it was actually actually pretty good he's recording it and then um and then master or mix it like mixing obviously we weren't doing anything Xander would we would meet up once every week or once every two yeah. weeks and go over the stuff that he had mixed and uh, so, we'd give so him so much better for me not to have to <laughs> mix that yeah we, uh, we give him ideas or what we want changed or this or that and did exactly what we wanted to and more and it was it was a really easy process once we were done with the recording stuff. Yeah. Versus with the Hey Kid EP, um, the recording was went well. Other than we had to redo the drums. <laughs> oh, yeah. On that one, um, but then afterwards it was just like he was constantly trying to get this EP to come yeah, to life. It was like really. stressful doing all the mixing stuff because I'm not even that good at it and trying to make it like what you hear in your head versus what comes out of the speakers is really hard to do when you're not like a student of mixing and mastering audio. Just a little. But I mean, I mean, like, you guys did a fantastic job doing it, so I mean like, hey, kudos to you. D DIY to, to the bone. Till I die. <laughs> DIY till I die. Alright, so now we have the song up. We're gonna play the death of the past, and it's all gonna go well, and y'all are gonna enjoy it. Because <laughs> I said so. Alright, I'm gonna play. <laughs> to where I started, back to where this all began. When I felt I had the future of the world within my hands. But something's gonna take it, something big and something old. That has been around for ages, and it's quietly at home. Deep in dark and shadows, where we never dared peek. We'll be trapped in hide and seek Forever being tested Getting close and feeling threatened For the lack of better words We are grown Where we are destined It's an ancient built machine It is ideas, it is martyrs It's a relic of the times We had fought for all our brothers It's grown for generations And gets bigger every second The destroyer's on its way Because 
much like this at places where they're forced to go and die. God, I hope I live to see the day it's sent into the sky. And I thought I could change the world. And how it kills me, think I failed. And I thought I could change the world. And how it kills me, think I failed. Frank's doing the unmute. I'm a wizard. <laughs> wizard. <laughs> but yeah, so that was Infinite Signal, guys, and that was on um, that was um that does the path. I don't know what's wrong with me. I totally blank. <laughs> so that's literally right in front in front of my face. But yeah, so that's pretty much what we do. Baby talking. That that's been show, and it's been such an awesome time to bring on some up and comers onto the show, and um, hope you guys had a good time. Yeah, it was awesome. Thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. So, is there any other plans that you guys have, like up your sleeves or any work that that we can divulge to our fans and yours, your your fans mostly? We're just working on new music right now. Yeah. 
secret, and secret new music. Frank's doing a lot of Miley Cyrus drum covers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. That actually isn't a joke. And Nicki Minaj and... And Iggy Azalea and Taylor Swift. <laughs> when I'm bored, I just listen to some and go, wow, this is terrible. I wonder if I can take it down better. <laughs> that is beautiful. Yeah, that's well, awesome. Tomorrow, tomorrow we can definitely showcase something of it because that, that, that's kind of cool. That's <laughs> just like a, a Nicki Minaj and a kind of junk. Yeah, that's of. the one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? We will showcase that tomorrow on Babe Talk um, on our social media. <laughs> But yeah, so that's the show. We're, we're very glad to have you guys on the show. And if you guys have any new news, any new anything, Baby Talk is at your disposal. So just let us know and we will let everyone know because, you know, cooperation. Cooperation. Oh, man. Words. <laughs> Words and Teamwork makes the dream work. Team makes the dream work. That was so much snort. Coming hungry. So was that. <laughs> but alright, this is where we're going to end. Um, signing off for Babe Talk for Alex, Ryan, and myself. Guys, again, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. And we'll see you guys next week. I don't have the list here, but we will announce it. Sage. Anna Sage, yeah. And, we, and um, guy's name is... I'm professional. Oh, Alan, professional. Alan, oh, I'm professional. I'm professional. Hey, <laughs> We'll make an announcement on Monday. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for coming on the show. We'll see you next week. Thanks, Good night, man. guys. Thank you. Have a good night. <laughs> Jacob.